0: My name is Michael Steinberg, and welcome to the Future Motion Podcast, where we talk about everything that's coming down the line in the motion design industry, and where we also discuss cool VR, AR, XR, and metaverse things that are happening. So, today we have a fantastic episode, and an even more fantastic artist. With us, we have Suki Violet Sue, and guys, her work is just... It's so good. I love it. Uh, She is a senior designer at Mac Cosmetics, and when you check out her work, which you need to do now, uh, you'll notice she has an amazing background in photography, 3D, and illustration. And in a lot of her pieces, she even combines them all together, and it, again, it just makes my head explode. It's so cool. And check that out, as always, right now. You can find her Work on her website at suki design lab so that's s-u-k-i design lab.com so with that being said let's go ahead and jump on into the episode this is the future motion podcast with your host, Michael Steinberg. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. Yeah, thank
1: you.
0: Uh, Well, let's go ahead and just jump right on into it. Um, so tell me, um, what is it exactly that you do?
1: okay so i basically do multi-dimensional visual art like which including 3d motion graphic design and photography i try to combine different industrial like i'm kind of standing in the middle i try to connect them and yeah that is what i do awesome
0: yeah i definitely feel like i'm going to use the word multi-dimensional more
1: oh yeah (laughs) Thanks.
0: So, have you uh, always wanted to be a multi dimensional 3D artist?
1: Oh, yeah, no, not at all. I never planned myself to be a motion designer, to be honest. Because I actually know, I'm mainly using Cinema 40 right now, and I actually know Cinema 40 a long time ago. That is like Cinema 4D, uh, like R12, really long time ago. I think it's really the technology is really changing people's perspective. When I was young, I studied like painting stuff and I decided to go to art college and I studied major for virtual communication.
0: Nice.
1: I chose that because I feel like I love all the visual stuff, but I'm not that sure yet. So, and then I went to graphic design. And that is the time probably like uh, d are really popping out. It's like I saw like Bebo, of course. Lots of people know that, basically everybody. And I just like, who can do this amazing work? And I feel like three D have given me the opportunity to do like more dimensional try. And it's not only just graphics. It's definitely more fun and easier. And because I do uh, photography a little bit more, and also. I realized that in 3D, you can just do one click, then you have a light. Another click, another light. Like. <laughs> you didn't need to buy like $1,000 lighting all the time. So I just use it for start learning 3D myself, self-learning it when I'm doing my master's degree in New York. And then I just start, oh yeah, I- I'm into this. So yeah, basically that's it.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like people with a photography background are always amazing at lighting.
1: Yes, they know how to lighting, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I feel like... Just people that have a photography background, like when you work with physical lights, it just ingrains in you a little bit more about why it works and how it works and what makes it look good. But anyway, so Suki, I have to ask, so are you doing freelance or are you full-time?
1: So right now, like because my visa require, I have to have a full-time job. So I work in MAC Cosmetics as a senior designer. I do motion design and some air filter stuff. And I also have my own studio in New York just for some visual freelance jobs, but really not official yet. I'm planning to make it really official like the end of this year, but it's really hard to have a full-time job and have a freelance. You basically lose every night of your life life and the weekend. So it's it's progressing really slow, but I'm happy with it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Definitely working hard uh comes with making beautiful work, you know, but it is crazy because it's one thing that we do struggle with in our field is time management. Yeah, you know
1: everybody, you know, like you have to you have to feel the pain to create a beautiful work. That's truth. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be too comfortable. Yeah,
0: no one likes art unless there's pain behind exactly, it.
1: Exactly, exactly. I, I feel that you know I really feel that if I'm too Happy, I just like uh, I can't create anything right now, but it's okay, it's gonna come like every people's struggle will come back to your eventually, so it's a journey, every people's journey. Yeah, I believe that
0: <laughs> okay. Well, so minus pain, um, where else would you say you get your inspiration yeah, I from? I
1: would say like for January. I would say, like, Mother Earth is the most, most, most insane inspiration. Every time when I saw National Geography, I just, wow, what the hell is that? I never saw this thing before. What? Uh, Just so many insane creatures, and you just wonder, how can life did this stunning and amazing so mostly i got my inspiration from mother earth but of course a uh, of artists influenced me so usually because i feel like for new media especially the digital thing is moving so quick nobody know like when is the next big things coming up but generally like i don't think if they go into the paper magazine it's already like too late and also media have to be online so usually i think instagram Everybody uses it. So many creative artists here. They have really good work and you can just see like how's the trend looking. So Instagram, of course, and also Vimeo. They're like professional filmmakers website and just check like, oh, this is the vibe. This is the vibe. But yeah, that is mostly my agenda. Just look at different artists and feel that which work grab your heart the most and thinking, why I like this? Oh, because it has shining color stuff. And that is what I'm chasing for. And yeah, that is mostly my inspiration coming from.
0: I love that. I'm gonna just say, I still think Planet Earth is one of the best cinematography pieces out there. Absolutely love it. Uh, And as well, I have noticed that your work is very vivid. Oh yeah. And saturated and that's something I just completely struggle with. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I also love that you have a lot of Mixed media in your work. I noticed that there was photography, um, then you had projection with it, and then on top of that, it looked like you have 3D text and as well with drawing on top of it all. Oh, yeah, you know, it is just awesome!
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, so
0: I have to ask this what kind of software are you using right now?
1: Yeah, so for me, I actually use quite like January Cinema 40 and Octane Render. A little bit redshift, but I prefer Octane Render more because the texture is more realistic. So mainly these two, and then I do some like zebra sculpture, but I'm really not a professional sculpturing person. Just do it like like a fun thing to do. So ZBrush, and I'm into X-Particle a little bit. And yeah, as always, planning to know Houdini. Same. (laughs) But so far, I only use, I think it's pretty basic. Not really like trying really hard into Houdini so far. Right now, I'm just using that. And I think it's enough. Like so many things can combine it together. And I'm still exploring.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I myself am trying to learn Houdini, somewhat unsuccessfully (laughs) um and also i'm going really hard into unreal which has been a lot of fun but yeah as we always say just not enough time in the day uh but currently of the work you have done i've got to ask what has been your favorite project to work on so far yeah
1: actually i don't have my favorite project right now i feel like everything i've done is quite small like it's not put my hard work enough and I got confused and I got frustrating life about visa situation, that kind of thing. But so far I think my favorite project I haven't coming out yet is a music video I directed for The Either. It's a really cool band, check it out. It's a three like Chinese composer and they use traditional music to do like electronic, really sick, really sick, beautiful music. Yeah. The Either Either like the cryptocurrency? The T H E either e-i-t-h-e-r
0: oh either okay gotcha gotcha that's awesome
1: right they're good they're so good yeah i'm really i'm so glad i can work with them and to do like the music video stuff yeah but so we are planning to publish this uh next year january so it's still like a long time
0: january yeah that is a lot of time
1: we haven't finished yet but it's just have lots of time so i think this this project gonna be really sick so i'm really looking forward to
0: yeah, but well, I'm excited as well. You gotta send me a link when that comes out. Um well, you, know, so really quick, uh, going into the future part of the podcast, let me ask where do you see the industry and or yourself in the next five to ten years?
1: Yeah, that's a hard question that I tried to figure out my whole life, but <laughs> I mean, for me, As I said, I'm not the person that I have to become digital artist, stuff like that. I'm still exploring. But right now, I can feel like my heart are telling me that I want to do something to combining with the digital world and the real world. Like, I don't want to like the digital just stay online like forever. I want to bring it to life and people can actually feel it, see it. But yeah, it's like a long way to go. I'm saying this but I'm not sure but I think that is my heart telling me what to do right now but it's such a long way to aiming for and I have no idea how when it's gonna happen but I think eventually yeah um, I'm gonna aiming for that slowly.
0: Mm, right well I am definitely a big fan of yours and I am super excited to see where your art goes. Um, have you ever done anything in AR or VR or thought about it?
1: Oh yeah yeah I do because Um. Not really big. It's just our school have some VR things and and build it up. I didn't feel like that much impressive, but I do saw like some gaming. Like you can just put yourself into that world with the VR glasses and that is really sick. And for AR, actually my work, Mac, our team work on the AR filter, the beauty filter. And I think that thing is quite unique as well. It can used in every media as well, like music video, advertising, I think is a thing that's growing. The entire VR and AR industry is growing for sure. But yeah, I didn't have... That's like much experience I didn't aiming myself to be like VR artist or AR artist so far yeah
0: yeah it's really interesting I feel like a lot of people in our industry are just now kind of getting a taste for it um, but I'm excited to see where we go um, and what fields people take speaking of new fields um, have you ever made an NFT before
1: oh yeah that's a fun story actually at first There's a company find me trying to sign me to be the artist for their company. And at that time, it's really early, it's like 2020, I think it's August. Yes, August, beginning of August. And I heard about it, I was like, ah, this sounds so shady. It's definitely a scam. And I totally refused it. And after a couple months, it's blowing up every single thing, NFT, every single thing could become an NFT. And I still refusing it, you know, I didn't I didn't know myself as that kind of like old school person at all. I'm still refusing. It. I said, ah, oh, nah, this is just going to whatever. <laughs> it's just maybe just for a couple of weeks. But it's blowing until now. And I feel like, OK, maybe it's time to work on it. <laughs> so yeah i'm planning to do my nft like collection of uh, jobs on the end of this year i have a topic but haven't doing some actual work on it but i believe this i do so many research it's still so hard for me to believe it but that is the world you, you, you it's not follow what you think everything could happen yeah
0: yeah definitely anything can happen i'm I'm still a little skeptical about the NFTs, but I I think I'm on the same page as you where I'm turning a new leaf towards it. I definitely know a lot of artists um, and friends that have, you know, it's helped them tremendously and they've been able to sell some amazing artwork that they've had. And so, you know, it's cool. If society's going to accept it, then you know what? It is what it is. Um anyway, do you personally have any NFTs that maybe you've bought?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I have my friend Party Penguin.
0: Oh nice. I think I've actually heard of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. She she's amazing. Yeah. She's she's the designer in the Party Penguin team and she gave me like she she gave me one piece for free and I bought another one. <laughs> so yeah, that, but I didn't collect like a huge other stuff for now, yeah right now i'm trying to think i want to create my own artwork first and then i let the ethereum running it inside itself (laughs) stuff like that
0: yeah Yeah, i'm actually i've been i have my eye on a few nfts i haven't pulled the trigger yet Then i'm going to do the same thing kind of maybe post some of my own and then dive a little bit into um getting some artwork of my own So for some of your models, do you use ZBrush or what's kind of your process um, when it comes to modeling?
1: Oh, yeah. Like it's it's also depends on the project. If I need to sculpture it, I will just do it in ZBrush first, like concept first, then ZBrush, sculpturing it. Then it's like just January 3D stuff, like put UV and put texture and then putting like similar 4D lighting. It's just like a normal process. But for other stuff, for instance, like uh, I'm doing like some human figures face stuff and I can use Dust 3D. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they using it for a lot of like gaming figures. So you can just buy it from there and you, they have different hair options, different figure options. So you just grab it and put it in Cinema 4D and transfer it to Octane. It's so hard to figure out how to transfer from <laughs> the texture-wise to the octane from the original texturing but yeah slowly figuring it out but yeah that is just um uh, i think normal processing <laughs> nothing special with it i feel like every single 3d artist yeah. to do that
0: <laughs> i feel like i myself haven't used zbrush or daz 3d a lot like i feel like i always get it for very specific projects and i use it for you know an hour or two and then that's it uh but uh, I yeah I gotta dive way more into it. Have you ever speaking of diving into things gone into Unreal Engine yet? Using any like real time rendering?
1: Yeah, I try a little bit Unreal Four, but not a lot because I know they're super amazing for the like on time like rendering, and I think it's definitely useful for like green screen shooting, film, music video stuff. But so far I feel like my need is more still on Cinema 4 Forty more. But definitely I think Unreal is a is a trend. You can't avoid it. Especially Unreal Five. Like have you saw their like their official video about Unreal Five? It's just like <laughs> how? That is the like technology.
0: I know, right? Like I am so excited to make enough time to just completely master it, you know, because it, it's just I really do think it's gonna be the future. But going back to some of your artwork, I just, I know you have the mixed medium in it and it's just fantastic to me. Um, You know, you do photography, 3D. I mean, it's just so good. So I got to ask, do you have a favorite artist currently?
1: I don't have a favorite one because they're all, like, that is my thing. I love each industrial so much and it's so hard for me to say oh I, I love this industrial more <laughs> so can I just recommend some different industrial artists that I really really like of course yeah <laughs> okay so for photographer my favorite artist is Tim Walker his work is just stunning and surreal I, I love surreal and his work just inspire lots of people yeah Tim Walker definitely one of my favorite favorite photographer And there's a other artist I think is really, really cool. I know them because they cooperate with Gentle Monster, my favorite brand. They're called AES Plus F. It's actually a collective of four different artists.
0: Interesting.
1: They cooperate with Gentle Monster. It's so, I wouldn't say it's creepy, but it's really shocked me. But in a beauty way, you know.
0: I'm going to have to check that out.
1: Yeah, that work really, really beautiful, amazing. And for, there's also another artist, like I would say like fine art artist, like he's an art, light installation artist. His name is James Teruel. I saw his work in Beijing once and in New York once, and his installation art is just, it's really changing my perspective. And I feel like I have to connect with him. So what I saw is like, there's a huge platform, the ceiling, and you just lie down and they have a little square empty so we can see the sky color. And you just lie down there during the sunset and you can see the color changing. The sunset color changing is so beautiful. It's really, I would say it's kind of changing my my perspective of life. It's so big, but now I think about it, it is. Like the beauty of like sunset is happening every single day. But if you only give yourself that small pieces, like that small square and to see it with the color lighting changing next to the sunset the sky color it's just real magic i highly recommend to people to see his work and he has a really amazing work in the where it's near uh, he built a space in volcano inside the volcano and it's it's just stunning
0: yeah, that sounds super cool
1: he's definitely yeah the coolest artist i think
0: well i'm definitely excited to check out his work i'm sure you'll be seeing me repost it in the inspired discord channel <laughs> and uh yeah well with that being said i think that's all the questions i have um and i just want to say suki thank you so much for being on here with me Um uh, means a lot and yeah hopefully we'll have you back on here
1: (laughs) yes for sure you have a good weekend